Hello there. Welcome to the Gosh Daniel podcast. It is episode 51. I am so ashamed of having missed 50, which Mm. was the best episode of the podcast by far because we didn't talk about anything of value. I mean, I guess I shouldn't say we, but uh, it was was Uh, the best one. That that wasn't real. That episode, that was like in another dimension or something like that doesn't count really like this is episode 51 but it's secretly episode 50 right okay yeah like the somebody used like the reality gem and uh, oh oh wow yeah yeah what we reference what we're gonna talk about there either that or we could use the time gem and we could go back in time and make this the real episode 50 okay let's do that then yeah uh green light everywhere oh ah okay Uh. (laughs) episode 50 whoosh whoosh i'm so excited though infinity war came out and we're gonna talk about it and it's gonna be amazing uh okay it was good it was good but like there are like multiple plot holes true ish i can't I, I just elaborate just just tell us tell us everything so i can't i can't not 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 now what that's just a little hook to get people in okay well le- on, the, then then what were your impressions going into the film um i was thinking it would probably be pretty good but i mm-hmm. didn't really know like how i would just hope that there are actual stakes yeah which i think it did a good job of making you feel like there were stakes. So I'll give it that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Cool. It's just such a large-scale movie that, like, I don't know. I'm just impressed that, that, you know, that they could pull it off in any kind of way. But I also think that maybe it was too ambitious. So. I, I do... I, it's definitely different and ambitious, and I don't know, like, no, no one has ever done this, really, with the, these many people in this, I don't know, this kind of story, I guess. And so that has it going for it. Uh, also, I mean, I don't I don't know how necessary it was to have the amount of people they had yeah. in the movie. Like, it's Because then it just thing... makes you feel weird that Hawkeye and Ant-Man weren't in it. Like at yeah. least they mentioned Ant Man. They didn't even mention Hawkeye. It was no, like... they they mentioned Hawkeye. Where I thought I thought it was yeah because um um, uh, Bruce Banner asked I think Black Widow. Oh yeah, and it was like he's under house arrest or something, right? Yeah, or so, or like he I don't know. I, I just remember hearing something about it. And it's like, come on, man, like. I don't know. It's just it makes it feel more awkward that some characters aren't there. I just yeah, because you have it, all of them. Yeah, I, I guess. I don't know, like how they wouldn't include like it's just I think it's one of the best outcomes, possible outcomes, honestly. Either they kind of went for it and just just kind of used everybody, um, or they used a smaller group of people and i mean what they did worked for the most part so i think it's definitely can be you know uh said to be like a success it wasn't they didn't totally butcher it or bomb it um with the amount of people they used i think that it could have been better if they had used less and they try to include like they they didn't care so much about including because in in a sense they they use like Captain America and um and they have like Captain America doing his own thing with his group of people and then Iron Man doing his thing with his group of people um which is kind of i don't know it's if you it, like if you think about it Captain America and you know Iron Man never actually met in the mo- in that movie mm-hmm. which is funny it's almost like they were they were having two movies um in one yeah I don't know. It kind of felt like two or three movies because it was also the thing with Thor, which eventually connects I think, to Captain America. But I think that, um, like, I liked how, so, like, it all started off with a bunch of separate things, and then they slowly started joining into each other, and so there were less less like cutaways to different things. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought that was cool, like how that worked and how that they ended up all just connecting besides the two different scenes, one in Wakanda and one on Titan. I think. Yeah. Um, 
But like the second and like the second act mainly, there were like a bunch of different things happening, and it would like just cut very strangely between them. Like it wasn't True. bad editing, but it was just like the tonal shift between each scene is like insane. Where it's like, oh, these guys are, you know, doing something and they're like making a joke or something like that. And then you cut to like where people are fighting for their lives and it's just so, I don't know, Uh huh. I I did like that they didn't hold so long on certain like action scenes because I find sometimes that with like these types of big battle action scenes, I can kind of groan a bit because it's like this is taking so long and they're not doing anything that creative that like it's eye catching and I kind of know what's going to happen. They're going to beat up these guys. And then, you know, so I'm glad that they didn't hold too long on certain fight scenes, honestly. Um, That's true. But I felt like the action overall was like also one of those things where it's like, there's three different kinds of action going on and mm -hmm. some of it worked and some of it didn't like mm -hmm. there are moments where, you know, um, okay. So they had like really weird, kind of gross cg action and like the first bits of the movie that i didn't really like because it just it didn't look good and it was just like wow some cg guy is fighting another cg guy like when when spider-man and iron man are fighting that giant thing uh-huh like that was dumb uh because it just it didn't look good like some of the action was just eh and then there's a different kind of action that was like fighting but it's so shaky cam that you can't tell what's going on and it's like, come on, guys, why'd you have to do that? Like, it just looks terrible, and I don't care anymore. And then some of the action was, like, really solid and good. But, like, that was not the whole time, you know? And it was just, uh -huh. like, there are three different kinds of action, and I liked some of it. Like, the hand-to-hand -hand stuff when it's not using shaky cam was really good. And then there was that one where... uh, uh spoilers uh where thanos and dr strange are fighting that was also really good uh-huh but it's like some of it was just really weak action for um a movie like that so. i definitely agree that there was kind of a weird mix where it was almost like um it was almost like age of ultron action with this cool new like style of action on that was like more captivating and i don't know better like to watch and more entertaining because it was a little bit less predictable um and there was a, a, an odd mix but but what would you if you could change like would you uh, about infinity war would you have it be a smaller cast do you think that would improve like how would you go about yeah. that though see i feel work? like i feel like they couldn't have done i can't see how they could have done things differently for the story at least within the with the scale and the stakes that they had like i don't really see how they could have done it different but at mm -hmm. the same time i feel like it would have been better if there were less people the scale was smaller and the stakes were still high like it would have been better but it wouldn't have been as like i don't know cash grabby i guess yeah, that's true. I mean, it's a hard it's a hard choice because you want to have all these characters in there because you've created a universe where all these characters, you've made them out to be pretty vital, um, in the universe. Um, yet you can't you can't just not focus on certain characters and have right. them there because that'd be even more weird. So you have to give each character their moment, and in a sense, you kind of have to include all of them, or else it would be weird. So I don't know how you could have an, an Avengers Infinity War without you know the a good number of the avengers and the heroes that you introduce throughout the universe yeah and i'm not saying like don't include any of them but like some of them were weird like i honestly like, didn't really like i expected to a lot but i didn't particularly enjoy or really like star lord at all in this movie uh-huh like i felt like his chemistry with the rest of the characters was like weird and kind of off and then he was, like, just so much more stupid and causing so many more, like, problems than he reasonably should have, I guess, within the within his character, I guess. Because I he was mad at Thanos, right? Right. But then also, like, Gamora sucked. Like, actually just sucked. That was, like, a big <laughs> problem in the movie for me is because, like, like, it's not like her story was technically awful. 
but her acting, whoever act, uh, is it like Zoe, Zoe Saldana? Saldana? Yeah. Yeah. She was awful in this movie. Like really, really bad. I you thought think? so. I, I thought she was so. terrible. I really hated her. Okay, Not like the whole time. She didn't suck the whole time, but like a lot of it was really bad. So I guess if we're going full spoilers, I can talk about what scenes like. There's Go that at scene um, where she tells uh, Star-Lord, like, you know, you have to kill me or whatever. Like, that was weird and awkward. And it was mostly because of her acting. And then, like, it progresses and it's like... Then when she, like, fake kills Thanos or whatever and is crying, it's, like, one of the most cringeworthy moments, like, I have seen in a Marvel movie. It was bad. Really? Like, the scene itself was good, except for her, which, like, really brought it down. Okay. I mean, I thought that she was, like, you could tell, I I don't know, like, it's almost like, sure, she hated this dude, but he was still kind of a father to her, and so, of course... No, yeah, I'm not saying, like, the story exactly was terrible. It was just just her delivery. Which was horrible. It wasn't just how she cried, but it's like, I don't know, it's like, I get the story intellectually but there's nothing there emotionally because i feel like she's not fully delivering on the intricacies it's like she goes from being you know gamora to being like the oh no i have new things to worry about in this story and i don't know how to act that way because they casted me wanting me to be the character i was in the first guardians movie not this like weird emotional i don't know like it just it didn't work and i particularly hated her scenes and it's like i I didn't hate everything else about those scenes yeah and then thanos calls her like the most powerful woman in the galaxy or something i know and it's like i liked so much of that storyline and i thought it worked so well but like i kind of end up being from like wow it was so great to being like eh just because she was really obnoxious to me. I don't know why. Like, I just think she was a bad actress. I just, so. I enjoyed that storyline. Like, I thought that was intriguing and interesting, and it gave us, like, an insight into a Marvel villain that, like, we've never seen before, really. Yeah, um, I mean, I liked hearing about, like, Thanos and, like, going through the whole story and whatever. But also, I, like... Of one of the only moments that like really didn't work for me story wise was just like he's torturing Nebula and Gamora's like okay fine and it was just like I don't know I feel like maybe she would be a little bit more resistant to that but there was like a cutaway and then came back and like there was two times where he essentially like was torturing Nebula and Gamora was like mulling it over basically if it was worth it or not I know it wasn't enough like, I think that she shouldn't have done it, like, to begin with. It just doesn't seem to fit her character. I, like, she I kept think... being willing to, like, commit suicide and stuff like that. And then she's just like, okay, fine, because that girl that I finally got on good terms with in the last movie is screaming a little bit. And that one just, like, didn't... It's not like that I can't imagine them doing that for a character, and that's just so dumb. I mean, it's it's a cheesy, like, predictable thing for a movie to do. But it just didn't seem to work for her where her character was developing in that movie. Not that yeah, I enjoyed I think... that to begin with. It just it felt like it was kind of all over the place with her. And that was like just really unenjoyable. I mean it's like they didn't even like the, I guess the scale is like just too big to really be able to focus on the development there or work with her as an actress or anything. Like it's I don't know. Like, it just seems like they didn't have the time to devote to actually making Gamora good in this, and they just hoped that whatever they had was just kind of good enough to carry you through the story. Which it did, but it was also a little unsatisfying because I personally didn't like her as a character or think that she was good. I, I, yeah, I honestly felt they could have done it in a, like, a, a smarter way, um, but I guess just because of all that they were dealing with, they thought um, it was just a good decision just to have, you know, like her given to her sister being tortured, yeah. I guess. And that was just 
that was easier than her like coming up with an inventive an inventive way of like getting out of the situation right and because because like we know the character from you know the previous movies and that we both agree that she wouldn't just do something like that just given like that yeah like she went from somebody who's like driven by like cool anger or something like that to being a person who's like entirely driven by fear like at the snap of her fingers just because it's a new movie Uh uh-huh and And that's i guess the sacrifice you have with having these previous characters join in this huge movie where you can't exactly give everyone and that's a sacrifice of accuracy, I think, or consistency. Right. When you have to make the other characters, like, you have to change the characters to make them fit the story. It's like, maybe you should use different characters, but it, why would you? It's just that you set them up with other people writing them, not really thinking about how they'd end up here. So, uh-huh. I don't know. And I guess in some, for me, I was, I bought it a little bit easier, I think, than you, just because of, I don't know, like, I just told myself, it's like, well, I guess it's a part of, like, her arc, in a sense, and her, um, because, of course, throughout movies, she's gonna change as a character, and she's gonna, like, I don't know, have a, a different view or a different reaction to certain things. Yeah. Um, just because, I guess, maybe with Peter Quill, you know, they kind of kind of became more grounded, in a sense. And she so, feels like a different character entirely than what we saw in guardians one or two or you know mm-hmm. it's it's different and yeah uh, that's that's true yeah i guess it's just i don't know the movie by itself i think is almost i was, I was saying this after i got out of the theater i was like the movie by itself is a better movie than it is when you consider all the other ones but you can't actually understand what's happening in this one without having seen all the other ones because it's like, yeah. I like most of the characters and what they do in this movie, and I like it, and it feels like there's actual stakes. But then when you look at it from like the standpoint of, um, you know, it's it's part of this universe that's going to have like a big sequel next year, you're like, okay, so everything amazing and incredible and horrible that just happened is just going to be undone in the next one, and then all these characters don't really match or some of them don't really match what they had before. I just don't... Th- I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't think the Russo brothers are great at writing, uh, or whoever wrote it, I guess, uh, isn't really that good at writing for the Guardians in particular. Um, yeah. Raccoon was cool, I guess, but I didn't really like the other ones. I thought... I liked Mantis. I thought Mantis was good in this. Yeah, I guess she was okay. And, and maybe Drax, for but me, it was like it was Star-Lord just... and... Yeah. Uh, Gamora and maybe even Groot it was, were just like kind of, eh, I don't know. They were they were definitely weird. Like knowing these characters before in their own movies and them having their own screen time and stuff like that versus this where I guess it's it makes sense for them to feel a little weird because they're not used to, you know, this, I don't know, environment or this being in this like scenario with these people so it would be kind of foreign in a sense because they did feel more foreign than watching their own movie where it's almost like it's like watching their own movie was more of like a personal thing and then we're when they're put in this movie they feel more foreign if anything because it's like it's i want to use an analogy like when you have these two really great friends and the two really great friends meet and it's weird i guess that's yeah. honestly what it felt like for me maybe where yeah. it wasn't it's just like it wasn't like it was horrible it was just different and it was weird it's just like you build it up so much and then there's like no chemistry between the characters and it's just weird it's like so weird maybe don't have those characters do everything together if those are the ones that don't have chemistry like i felt like thor had good chemistry with like rocket and that was good and stuff like that but Iron Man agree, and Spider-Man yeah. and Doctor Strange had literally zero chemistry with uh, the Guardians. And it was just weird. Mm-hmm. So Yeah, that's true. Like, I, I'm trying to think who would have had better chemistry. Um, uh, I don't know. I could see, like... Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> I'm trying to think here. I think... I mean, I think we can all agree that 
I, personally that the screenplay or the scripts person like was a step up. Yeah, um, it's just than a, the usual Marvel film. It's like you have think too it was much there to do it all right. I guess. I th- I thought it was more intelligent, therefore like a better story, and I really liked it. However, that sacrificed the familiarity of the characters. Yeah, like it it definitely. I don't know. Like I don't like it as much as part of the Marvel universe as I like it by itself. I think it's a great movie, but then I also think like if you really like care about the characters or whatever, maybe you won't like it as much. I don't know. I don't as much. It's just like I can notice that a little bit. Here's the thing is like overall like it's it's just because it's trying to do too much. It's like an over ambitious project, I think. And I don't really know if that's like a thing that's possible to do in a movie. So like by sheer scale, it's incredible just because it manages to do it without seeming terrible or pointless. But at the same mm-hmm. time, there's so many little nitpicks, little plot holes and that kind of thing because it's just so big and because there's so many characters. I think it's mostly because there's so many characters that like the plot holes get created. And it's like, I guess if he had made them you know, less characters or whatever it would have been. Uh, less what do you mean by plot. P- plot holes necessarily, though? All over the place, there are instances in which characters can use powers they have and then they don't. Uh-huh. And that applies to Thanos, too. And it's just because you have too many characters with too many different kinds of powers and they're all, and some of them are just too overpowered, kind of. Um, mm-hmm. you know, like, so Dr. Strange is like making all these portals everywhere that people are jumping through when they're attacking Thanos or whatever. But in an earlier part of the movie, he's like standing there and Iron Man's there in that ship. And he's like, can you turn it around? And Iron Man's like, uh, and he's like, we have to get back and whatever. And I'm just like, just make a portal, dude. Come on. <laughs> uh huh. And then, um, I-, I wonder with the range though of his portals. Yeah. I th- I think it like seems maybe... like it's infinite because <laughs> I mean really are you sure because I felt like he only teleported other pl- to other places on earth that's true but it's just it... and they weren't on earth yeah but it's like a cosmic power thing like he he'll like have an out-of-body experience and like do different things I, I don't know it seems like something where you could very easily make it anywhere because magic but i guess that that's possible i don't know they didn't really like narrow down the the limitations of it yeah that was a big problem is that that dr strange he picked it up so fast honestly yeah because we don't ever like we don't get to see too much of a progression like when we see dr strange in other movies i kind of don't like him as much as i like dr strange you know Mm -hmm. um i don't okay so yeah, so maybe you could say that maybe the portal thing is different. But then Thanos, like, they set up that he has specific things that he can do. Like, he's literally killed and then just changes reality so he didn't die. That kind of thing, right? Uh-huh. And then... I always I always thought it was... I didn't think that. I always thought he... That was like a disguise. He kept on creating disguise realities. Maybe. But then yeah, the, when they're attacking like him... A disguise- when they're attacking him, he does none of those things. He's just, like, fight, like, just punching him, kind of, when uh, Iron Man and everybody is attacking him. And they, like, pretty much get him down. And it's like, wow, that's that looked like it was a challenge. It was a convincing fight, kind of. But then you think about it, and you're like, based on how he killed and defeated literally everything else in this movie, he could have done a lot differently. Like everything differently and he just didn't for some reason and it's like and i think the cop out for that is that he didn't he didn't want like his main goal was just to kill half of the population of the universe that's all he was trying to do yeah but he was trying to like i don't know why because you're trying to kill half of the population you would just lose a fight that doesn't make any sense you know what i mean like he just could have won that fight but, and got the stone, and that would have been it. And, you know. And which fight are you talking about, though? The one on Titan or the one on Wakanda? The one on Titan. The one on Titan. Okay. And yeah. they almost got his glove off, right? Or the gauntlet off. Yeah. 
And it was like the whole, like, that whole fight was like, I felt like the other characters used the limitations of their powers, but he didn't at all. And like any one of those moments, he could have changed reality or like instantly killed somebody or so many different things that he just didn't do for um, no reason. And that's that, that yeah. kind of thing. Like I, I've even I've seen that in other reviews as well. After looking like everybody's like, yeah, there are lots of times where Thanos can do stuff that he doesn't do. And that creates kind of a plot hole. You know, like that, that technically would be a plot hole and there's nothing. And, and the, always, there's always an excuse of, well, he's just like, you know, he's, uh, having fun with it. And he's just like playing with his opponents, toying with them before he beats them. But that's not at all what happened in that scene. If you pay any attention to what the filmmakers are trying to do. So I don't uh-huh. buy that. And you, you know, what have been, okay. So I have, I have two things to say. The first thing was, it would be cool if considering how this movie ended where they know the end point is okay he does succeed and half of the universe does end up perishing um then they just kind of have this movie where sure there's a lot of struggle and he does end up kind of defeating i know they wanted to make it seem like the avengers actually had a chance to win and that but was just not really just, something they should have tried to do i don't think no they should have it would have been so much cooler if like throughout maybe halfway through the movie they're like how how in the world is this actually going to happen where they the avengers don't end up losing and they actually end up losing and it's because they're setting up too much for the next one that's why that they did it that way because uh like i was also kind of upset because it's like dr strange is just like yeah i'll give you the time gem and whatever and thanos is like cool but then when spoilers again dr strange like dies he's like there was no other way which is like because he looked at all the different things in the the past and and the, I guess all the different futures and he was like, so this is how we might end up winning. And so it's like sure that one that they justified, but then at the same time it's like so basically this entire movie was just like hey let's set up the next movie, which is why I like it more as just its own movie when you think of it and it's like maybe the end like if you just thought the end after that. Then That'd it's like so cool. then it's a good movie, and it's just a good movie by itself. But then when you consider that this is just set up for the next movie, it just it makes it kind of like this is the big cultural event. It's just we're gonna do another movie surprise. Like <laughs> I don't know. Uh huh. It, it's just yeah. um. I think the, the second thing I wanted to say though was in the comic, the you know Infinity Gauntlet comic, um, the the way that they defeated. Thanos was essentially they had this kind of like philosophical part of the story where it was like Thanos kind of wanted to be defeated in in the first place, which is it, it's weird to say, but the way they did it made it totally work in the graphic novel, where like he had all this power yet he still didn't fully know what he could do with it because he himself kind of embraced the fact that already that he could be defeated which was weird like his own his own mentality was his demise i guess um which was which was such a cool part of that story and i really liked it like i i I don't know how they would include that in the movies of course but that just makes me think of you know like what you were saying with the plot holes about like well he could have done this but he didn't do that that kind of thing. It makes me think of that almost. I know it's not a yeah. justification. Yeah, I mean, it would, like, I just... that would be cool if they, like, actually made that part of his character in the movie. Mm-hmm. But, like, it it shouldn't require... A movie might... It might be okay for a movie to require outside knowledge of other movies or whatever. But when it seems like there's a plot hole until you see another movie or read a comic book that's technically not canon or whatever to understand that character's motivations it's like that's when you've gone a little bit too far it's like i didn't have the time to actually make my character make sense in the movie so we retconned it a little bit you know uh-huh and so it's like if that were i contained in the movie or something we've seen from thanos before in other movies which of course we haven't that would be a lot better and make more sense also, yeah. I like the design for Thanos in earlier movies much more than I like the design for him here, but I still like it here. 
Same. I was kind of scared seeing the trailers. Like, I didn't know how well I was going to kind of be okay with his new look, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. Um, and, I, and I was, it worked. I was fine with it. And, like, his yeah. armor slowly, like, kind of, he just didn't use it as much anymore because, you know, he's gaining all this power. And that makes, made, made sense. Mm-hmm. And But I did like the darker purple Thanos. Yeah, that one was just better looking and actually looked like Thanos, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they just changed his skin tone. It was weird. They changed his skin tone, what his armor looked like, his chin. I don't know. Yeah, that's that's all we're all weird there. But I mean that ten in the Marvel logo was really cool. Yeah, the, I had that kind of spoiled for me already. Cause that what? I, How? Why? I, I watched the last episode of the Star Wars show where they had Kevin Feige on there interviewing him about what he likes about Star Wars. And then he mentions Marvel and he's like, Oh yeah. So spoilers, there's like a a ten in the logo and whatever, and then they show it, and it's like what? Really? Yeah. That's so funny. I don't know. That's funny. But yeah, I I thought it was interesting that there wasn't a uh, mid credit scene. Yeah, I kind of liked it. I really liked the simplest the simplicity of the text and the credits. Mm-hmm. I thought that was like, of course, it was like a good out to not have any interesting like crazy interesting credit art but it it worked for the grim ending almost um yeah and especially since that like it looks a lot like the the same font in the title of um you know infinity gauntlet and like i like it it looked like the title of like a graphic novel or something that font which was cool so oh and also we have to talk about red skull we can't not talk about that was dumb I thought that was really dumb. I I thought that that was like, they're like, okay, who can, who, what other character that is unpredictable that people would be shocked that we can include? What could we like, randomly we shove in for no reason? It's mm-hmm. just so stupid to me. I mean, and I was surprised. The audience I was, was like, like, how are they going to make this work? What? And I was how like, did, how does Ugh. this make it work? And no, and then there's like, yeah, it just... You know, it teleported me here to guard the the soul the soul stone. You know. Yeah, and it's, it's like, like, oh yeah, oh, that yeah. makes sense. That makes total sense. That one stone is just like, hey, help my brother out here, because <laughs> you know that's what the tesseract is known for doing: transporting people, uh, uh-huh. specifically giving them like what eternal life, turning them into like a mystical magical thing that like knows everybody's name, and it's just. <laughs> Yeah, see, that's the part where you're like, okay, so these Infinity Stones literally do anything, and why do you need all six of them? Because the Reality Gem is just like a more OP version of the Time Gem, right? So... I think that they use the Reality uh, Stone because they, like, as more of a, it can mask reality, not necessarily change it. I think it does change it constantly. I, I like the, from what I took it is that he just Thanos just kept on creating these, like, uh, these disguised scenarios. I guess but he said he could and change reality. I I don't I know specifically but like, change. I don't he know. didn't make a different reality that you thought you were in that you weren't. He actually changed. Like he actually died and used the stone. He actually made Star Lord's gun shoot out bubbles. Like he actually can change reality with it. And that's what makes it so uh-huh. powerful, right? It's not just like an illusion yeah. gem. So, like, it's just, it's like, well, then if you can do that and just change reality so something never happened, then you could just change reality so that you already got all the stones and then snapped your fingers or something. Or you could just change yeah. reality to the point where apparently half the population never existed. You know? Maybe that's more merciful. It's like just. That's the thing about it is that, like, the way that the powers work for the Infinity Gems are just, like... And, I mean, I, I actually blame the source material for that, for that, but it's, like, it's not well-defined, and it's just too overpowered. It's, like, I don't know. That's what annoys me about, like, power levels in fantasy and sci-fi stuff. It's, like, see, this guy has, like, power times infinity, and then this guy is like, power times infinity plus one, so, like, he beats him. And it's just like that that like the worst stupidest thing ever to me. And you can't have like just an undefined power. 
I always, uh-huh. I mean, I know I'm just a big Sanderson fan, but like I believe in Sanderson's laws of magic, which he has set out. And it's like, you know, the weaknesses are more interesting and powerful in a way than the actual powers. You have to make clear limitations to your magic and you have to clearly define what it is, or at least the writer has to have a clear concept of what the magic can do. But the everybody needs to know the weaknesses because that's what creates something interesting. And we have that with some characters. Like, to some degree with Hulk, it's like, yeah, he's kind of indestructible, but he has that thing where he needs to be angry and sometimes Hulk doesn't want to do something and you can control him. There's a proper weakness for whatever. And it's like, sure, Thor can do all this stuff, but sometimes he can't do stuff without his hammer... So, I don't know. And Captain America is, like, a superhuman guy, but he needs, you know, whatever, I guess. But some of those characters mm-hmm. just don't have clear limitations. And so when you put all of them together in one movie... there's so many characters. <laughs> yeah. And when you put all of them together in one movie, you're just like, okay, well, then why didn't he do what he did in this movie? Or why didn't he do what we see he does earlier in the movie? And that kind of thing. So that's where I'd say there's like an actual plot hole because it's just like everything, like almost the entire movie might not have happened just because you, they didn't have to. And it's just for the sake of a movie. At the same time, though, I did feel like there were real stakes. I felt like the characters were actually striving towards something and whatever. It's just on analysis, it's like, yeah, it doesn't hold up. It just, I don't know. It's just because I don't think it could. And I don't blame this movie so much as I blame the the scale, like the scope of the story and the source material. Like, I know that's not a popular opinion to say that the source material for, you know, like Infinity Gauntlet or, you know, Infinity War or whatever. But with that, though, bad, with that, but... he, he, like, with Infinity Gauntlet worked is because he wasn't going around collecting the, the stones. At one right. point, I, before Infinity Gauntlet, he was. But basically, death just raised him from the dead and gave him the Infinity Gauntlet and uh, essentially just said, like, like, because he told death, he's like, I promise, like, if I, uh, if you revive me and give me the Infinity Gauntlet, then I'll kill half the population for you, is what his motivation was. Um, And then, of course, there's the whole thing where he, you know, he loves death and that kind of stuff. So he killed, he gets the gauntlet, kills half the population. And the thing is, they don't really have to delve into what each gem does and its its limitations all that much, only because you have this character who already has all of them and who can already do whatever he wants. But the character himself is his own limitation. Yeah, see, that's like... That's kind of better, I guess. But you still need to have a clearly defined, like, strength and actually a weakness. It's it's kind of too mm-hmm. too much to just be like, no, it has no weaknesses. And then the bad, and then the mm-hmm. good guys will win in the end because, because they're good guys. But they have a bunch of uh-huh. weaknesses and apparently the opponent really doesn't. So <laughs> it's just not good, like almost world building i guess um but like yeah still overall i thought the movie had good stakes and it was interesting and i enjoyed it a lot and i think by sheer scale it it almost reminded me of lawrence of arabia with how much i'm just like that's just so ambitious i don't know how they managed to make this kind of movie Uh uh-huh um and yeah it definitely felt that way but Lawrence of Arabia was also kind of perfect, and this kind of wasn't, so. Uh, do you think that Loki is actually dead? Uh, n- n- it just depends on whether the actor wants to come back. Like, that's the thing that annoys me about it, is, like, nobody is actually really going to be gone, unless when they're trying to bring back the other guys, one of them sacrifices himself to destroy the stones or something like that that's the only way people are actually gonna die and remain dead and you know it's gonna be iron man so (laughs) i i think um the one weird thing that marvel is it's just they don't know how to do deaths honestly because yeah they can't do it they 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 have a couple deaths in this movie but they still just feel they don't feel real at all yeah. because of the way that they're done. And so they're like, okay, some of them first do, of all, but if not you want to trick them. us, 
Like, I liked Loki's death. If you wanted Loki's to trick death, us. And I liked... No, I almost kind of liked Heimdall's death. I didn't like their deaths at all. I thought it was just dumb the way... I don't know. It was just... They're all handled so weirdly, I guess. Loki was kind of cool. I, th- I think. I mean, I, I liked... Okay. Uh, other ones that I liked. Um, I thought Spider-Man, when he was, like, freaking out, that was good. When Doctor Strange's yeah. last words are, like, something like, there was no other way... That was really cool to me. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know. But, like, I don't really count those as deaths, though, so. Right. Yeah, it's like, see, that's the thing. It's like, no, nobody actually dies in Marvel. So it doesn't matter. And it's it's annoying and it's stupid, but at the same time, it's like, well, I don't know. And I was really sad at the end because it's like all of my favorite characters were gone except for Thor. And so I'm like, cool. Uh-huh. We have literally the original Avengers. That's, That's convenient. <laughs> yeah. It's like, you know, the ones that I actually like um, would be Thor, Spider-Man, Doctor Strange, and Black Panther are like my favorites. So thanks yeah. for taking all and those guys out. Like that, the most, the, the, like the most suspenseful part of that scene was not that they were oh i don't want them to die it was like okay my ki- my favorite characters better not be the ones to go that kind of thing honestly yeah and for, it's at like least now they're me. just gonna come and... back it's just that because i mean there's already spider-man 2 that's the problem is like when you've announced spider-man like homecoming 2 or whatever it's like well then why is anybody gonna care that he's gone uh-huh. <laughs> you know it's I, I mean, I think Ugh. everyone knows that they're not dead, though. I know, and that's what's stupid about it. It's like it, the movie, when self-contained, feels like there's real stakes. But then when everybody just comes back, it's like, well, I don't care anymore. Anyways, uh-huh. I think this movie got me on board a little bit more than the other Marvel movies. And, like, I'm kind of more into it now, I think. But I really think they need to figure out how to actually kill somebody. Because they're worse than Dave Filoni at this point. It's like, yeah, I get that you can bring Maul back and you can make Ahsoka dead and then not dead, dead and then not dead like a thousand times. But does anybody really care anymore? And like, I guess some people do. I'm just not that kind of person. Like, I'm sorry, but it needs to be real. Uh huh. Like, consequences need to actually remain. That's the only way you can do an interesting story. You can't be like... No, see, it's really good because at the end of the day, it's like nothing ever happened and it wasn't that big a deal and left an impression on nobody and the next movie was as if nothing ever happened. See, it's better like that. Uh huh. I wonder how they're going to start off the next movie, though. I hope it's like a little bit of time later. Yeah. I do think Ant-Man and the like... Wasp is going to take place beforehand or during? Before. Okay. What about... Uh, it's going to be weird, but it's going to be before. So it's Ant-Man and the Wasp and then Captain Marvel and then the next Avengers movie. Yeah. And Captain Marvel, we all know, is taking place in the 90s. Yeah. So. I really do actually like her costume. Like, you saw that it wasn't actually that color, though, right? Yeah. And it's like, everybody was freaking out about it. And then the sensible people were like, no, so it's not going to be that way. And then the people freaking out about it were like, no, it's not going to be a different thing. That's how it is forever now. And then they're like, actually... <laughs> No, the, the the smart people were right. Because no one in the MCU has had a costume change ever. Ever. You know? In the history of ever. No one. And it's, I'm just Especially so happy Iron that Man, Grace you know? knows this stuff, you know? Yeah, yeah, basically. Beyond the trailer, best channel. <laughs> uh, uh, oh, God. Do you want to, like, rank your Marvel movies? I feel like that would be kind of fun to do. Do you have a ranking? Oh, that's going to be... I, like, there's 19 of them now. That's a lot. I think maybe we should rate it um, and then rank it. Rate it and rank? Yeah, okay, okay. We'll yeah. rate. We'll get Infinity War out of the way, you know? But, the, like, some of the stuff that happened in Infinity War, Infinity War was, like, it, it did so much right. I loved it, honestly. Like, sure, uh, you're going to get a lot of inconsistencies and a lot of plot holes and all that stuff, but I, at the end of the day, I still really enjoyed myself. Oh, same, and I definitely. Think I mean, if you look at my score, it's, it's like, yeah. Anyways. It was like an enjoyable, it was an experience though, because nothing like this has ever happened before. So I feel like this, like years from now, you know, we're going to look back and see all these movies as a whole 
and be able to kind of reflect on what it was like as they were coming out individually. Yeah. Which is something I think will be really cool, honestly. So, yeah. Um, so, anyways, I- I'll let you start then with your rating uh, going down the categories, I guess. Okay. So, for story, right? Is story the first one? Because we usually do um, the production quality. Okay, production quality then. Uh, okay, so some of the shots are like really weird and psychedelic and incredible and the best thing ever. Like there's that shot where Thanos is like laying in the water. Like that blew my mind. It was just so good. And it's got, uh-huh. a, it's like, it's for the most part really well shot. The score for once in a Marvel movie, like that Michael Giacchino. I don't know, was Michael Giacchino doing this one? Did you see? Uh, I have not, I have no idea, honestly. I didn't see his name, so no. Neither I did know. I, but it was particularly good. Yeah. It was like, and they used some of the other themes, and they just did it well. Um, uh-huh. The yeah, there were some definitely it. where I noticed the music, and I'm like, oh, this oh, is good. Like It was Alan Silvestri. Alan Silvestri. Okay. Yeah, he's done a lot of things. So let me look up some other <laughs> stuff he's done. But he did, uh, I think he did Ready Player One recently. He did Back okay. to the Future, <laughs> Forrest Gump, the original Avengers, Cast Away. So he did huh. some of the original Marvel movies, which weren't great as far as score. But yeah, he did Back to the Future, which is good. I don't actually I'm not seeing Ready Player One on here. Maybe I was wrong about that. Anyways, like yeah, good stuff. He he's done some good stuff and some stuff that's not that great. He did Lilo and Stitch, that was great. Okay. Anyways. Um But yeah, that was a good score and stuff like that. It's just that some of the action was like shaky cam and like some of the CG action was just like a bit too uncanny valley, I guess. So overall I'd have to give it like I don't know a 16 or a 17 out of 18 maybe 16.5 i'll do that i'm gonna do decimals now yay yeah i'm 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 giving it a 17 yeah it like it had some really really like mind-bogglingly good stuff but it was held back by some other stuff so uh let's yeah, basically. see what else is there i thought that these okay like i guess with characters and then story the characters stuff was I mean, we already talked about Gamora, and then some characters, like, basically the Guardians, weren't fantastic. Um, mm-hmm. But some people I really liked. I, did... I particularly liked how they went from Thor in Ragnarok, and then kind of, like, smoothed that over with the Thor that we had seen before. And, like, we got, like, the remnants of Thor from Ragnarok. And, like, I actually liked Thor, you know? Which I actually legitimately hated Thor, when I saw the first Thor movie, the second one, Avengers, and Age of Ultron, I, I just did not care, and I hated him until Ragnarok, and I started to like him, and this movie cemented that for me. So that was good. Uh-huh. I guess it has some problems with, like, giving every character, like... So they try to give every character a moment, which sometimes feels a little bit weird, and sometimes it's like that character would actually do that thing, and sometimes it's just like, let's make the character serve the plot. So overall, I give it like a sixteen. Like it's admirable for what for what they did, but it wasn't perfect again. Uh huh. So yeah, I'll give the characters, like the characters were probably the weakest part. Yeah. Um, and I'll give it like a sixteen. Yeah. Like, see, it it did a lot horrible, of things, so. but it's like it didn't do a lot of things horribly. It just did them like kind of badly in a way that you can easily overlook with like the sheer scale and like impressiveness of the rest of the movie Mm -hmm. so i find it really hard to be like yeah i mean some people will like weird because sorry (laughs) some people will (laughs) fail a movie for oh my gosh okay so do you want to go or me you can go okay um some people will like fail a movie for it having a plot hole or having an unrealistic character thing but like this movie just does so much else right that it just feels like like it's not really just to do that with this movie because it just did so much else yeah yeah and it doesn't like it's weird because them having their own movies previously does help and it's really cool 
yet it also is like it isn't is a disadvantage so it's, yeah. it's like an advantage and it's a disadvantage because sometimes there's inconsistencies but it's good to have like cool backgrounds and knowing where these characters are coming from mm-hmm. so it's it's weird personally because i think honestly having each having their own movies and watching them and loving those movies and being like, it'd be so cool if all these characters, like, they just had a movie where all the characters were together and, like, they had to, you know, like, fight some great big being thing. And, like, that would be so cool to have a movie like that. That It would be more of an experience than it was a movie, honestly. And then they do go and do that, yet the characters seem a little different from the ones, from the movies that you got and the ones that you, I guess. So, but yet it gives background to those characters and it get, makes you appreciate them in the first place so it's really weird um and of course they did get a good amount of the characters correct and like a good amount of the characters did were consistent you know there was just a couple that were uh, weird and they had their whole effect on the movie um so yeah also wait real quick i want you to tell me what you what you think about you know scarlet witch's accent change that was a big deal right there i hate scarlet witch my least favorite character in all of the mcu so oh my god every scene with her just annoyed the crap out of me and i was like why why are you even here and also it's like this person isn't like an avenger or a superhero it's literally just them caring about literally one person and not like the entire universe to like a ridiculous degree basically i hated scarlet witch and makes me want to like bring down the characters to like 15 i'm thinking about it now i'm thinking about it. whoa there whoa thank you there. for we reminding me jeez no. what do you think of her accent change the accent change specifically is that what you were asking about well, yeah that's i was i was joking i was like well i didn't no, give a crap about, about that her? because i just hate her in general <laughs> everything about it sucks. I, I noticed what do you think though yeah, overall I, about scarlet witch um i think it's fine i think it wasn't awful like i think that she she like it's not like she decided not to kill try to kill you know kill vision and get the the stone from him she was she was doing that except he already had the time stone so you know yeah there's not much she could do like she she did succeed and she did the right thing i think um but she it, like it was just you know he had the time stone so there's just, she couldn't do anything there was nothing they could do so i mean to be fair yeah. i hate the actress too so um, oh wow that's that's me anyways uh <laughs> moving on to the story it was good and it felt like there were real stakes and like i was like boom but like all the time so that was good bomb but all the time yeah like okay. then they do that in a trailer and it's like bomb when it's supposed to be all sad and horrible it was like that but all the time and that was good and also the humor oh. worked it, it felt like it was well balanced for the most part i liked the plot overall but it's got those few little holes that we talked about earlier and so i want to give it like i don't know a 16 as well uh-huh the movie overall is pretty much just a 16. A 16? Somewhere between a 16 and a like, 16.5, but not quite 16.5. I think it's a 17. Really? 17. 17. Overall, and the plot was a 16.5. Okay. I really, 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 Oh, wait, really, but we didn't talk really about the meaning. It. We didn't talk about the meaning. Oh, the meaning. Uh, was there. Uh, I guess there was some, uh, yes. kind of. That was like there was it was some. there and it like they kind of drove it home, but it, like it wasn't really that special. So when so when they were getting the soul stone, real quick, like did because you know I I we kind of like my first assumption was that oh he got lucky that he you know got Gamora there and because he's she's probably the only thing that he does love, and I actually kind of kind of liked her reaction that she was. It was it was a dumb reaction, but I liked it because it showed how convinced she was that he didn't really love her. However, he did. I thought that was weird and it was different and it was kind of unexpected because, I don't know, it was at least unpredictable for me um, what happened there. And then he does, you know, he does love her and so he does sacrifice her. I liked um, it, but I, I also thought it was too predictable and I hated her acting, so. 
Okay. All right. I mean, I was more, I expected well, it, like her to be laughing and be like, well, this is convenient that I'm here and that chances are, if anything, you're the, you love me, I guess, if, out of, like yeah. knowing what I know about you, See, I'm the only person that you would love. I, I totally um, but figured... But that didn't go that way. Yeah, like, I totally guessed what would happen right there. But I, did, I wouldn't say that that's, that means it's too predictable. It's just kind of predictable for me. Um, yeah. But I did like that. It's just other than her acting, kind of. I don't know. Uh, yes, yes, we all know you yes, don't like I really acting. didn't. It was really sad to me because it was like, that was such a big part of the movie. It was. And I didn't like it. Um, but yeah, so overall... I can't wait to go see it again. 16, Overall, 16 sit. point something. 16.5 for you. No, not 16.5. Oh, no, probably like a 16.0. 16. 16. 2. 16.2. That's yeah. great. That's great. And then it's like a 17 for me because, you know, I have to. 16.2 is exactly 90%. Hey, that sounds fair. Yeah. Which is about 4.5 stars on Letterboxd. So. Hey, that sounds fair. That's what I put on Letterbox. Four point five. Yeah, I thought it was good, but like the four point five. I mean, the extra like point five is just because I kind of liked it. I don't think that like yeah. maybe it earns the full fourteen point five because there are some other movies like Ten Cloverfield Lane that are like a full fourteen point five. You know, I mean four point five. Yeah, I agree. But yeah, I hundred percent agree. It gets that little then... like half star leeway just because it was good. <sighs> And fun uh-huh. to watch. Uh-huh. We should probably start ranking now. Right. Okay. So my favorite one is probably Let's... still Doctor Strange. Okay. And I know that like nobody else ever thinks that, but I just love Doctor Strange so much. I love it so much. It's like my favorite. I mean, it is my favorite. Uh-huh. Uh So it goes Doctor Strange, Avengers Infinity War, Spider-Man Homecoming. So that's my top three. Oh my goodness. Yeah. You really liked Infinity War. Yeah. What about you? Uh, mine's similar. Like I have Ragnarok in the mix though for my top three. It's it's probably actually the exact same, but Ragnarok is in front and there's no Doctor Strange. So it's Ragnarok, Infinity War, and Spider Man Homecoming. Okay. Yeah. Um my fourth one is Black Panther and my fifth one is Ragnarok. So Okay, okay. My <laughs> my um so my fourth one would be Doctor Strange, and then my fifth one, Black Panther. Okay. Okay, and let's just do them at the same time. So six, what did you have for six? I didn't go that far. Oh. Yeah, it probably... Uh, I'm trying to think here. For for six, probably Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, that's what mine is. Uh, okay. Uh, seven is Civil War for me. Um. Hmm. Yeah, I think seven for me would be Winter Soldier. Yeah, that was what mine eight. My eight was so. Okay, I was thinking it would be Winter Soldier then Civil War because I like Winter Soldier better than Civil War. Yeah. See, I only saw Winter Soldier like one time, and I was like, "Yeah, I guess it's all right." But. <laughs> all right. And, and then, then continuing. Then Iron Man for me. And then Captain America, yes. the first Avenger. Okay. And then at 11 is Guardians Volume 2. Okay. 12 is the Avengers. And then 13, Ant-Man. 14, Iron Man 2. 15, Iron Man 3. 16, Thor. 17, The Incredible Hulk. 18, Age of Ultron. And 19, Thor, The Dark World. <laughs> uh-huh. Of course. That's on the bottom of everyone's list. Yeah, it's terrible. And Age of Ultron is also pretty terrible, but Yeah, Age of Ultron, I'll give you it it definitely isn't the the best side of Marvel. It's like it's like watching that movie is like, okay, I see why everything needs to change now. <laughs> uh-huh. They really uh they really had to hit the reset button before they kept on going down a dark path. Yeah. Civil War kind of brought me back on after that one. Civil War was so great. Yeah, but yeah, so Doctor Strange, Infinity War, Spider-Man, Black Panther, Ragnarok, those are definitely the best ones. And they're like the newest ones. Oh, for you sure. You know? For sure. Other than like, It just goes to show how 
how they're really improving, I guess. I as think time they goes are. On. Yeah. And I mean, I guess we'll like, get old when... with the style, but they seem like they're kind of different as well. So who knows? Yeah, which is cool. It shows that Marvel's Marvel can change, I guess. Mm-hmm change how they do it and still keep the same characters you know like ragnarok is the perfect example of the same character totally redeeming you know himself yeah i mean marvel will eventually die out though like you know that right yeah like i don't think it'll last another i guess it might last another 10 years but i don't think it'll last a full like 15 more i give it till 2025 okay yeah that's fair seven more years honestly that makes sense um, and then, like all good things, you know, they must f- have a falling out, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I, I guess I still don't really, like, care too much about Marvel. Uh-huh. But that one was... I good. think... I think I'll... Like, I care about Marvel, but I think when it's all over and we have this huge collection of movies to be able to watch, that's... That's when it'll be really cool. See, Marvel I movies think. don't seem rewatchable to me. Really? Yeah, like that's kind of one of the things is like watching a Marvel movie is like you watch it one time and you're done. And the way that the tone kind of changes over the years is like I don't want to watch any of the old ones anymore, you know? <laughs> I guess. I don't, I don't, I don't know. like I ever want to go back. <laughs> so. Uh-huh. I, I think Guardians of the Galaxy is the most rewatchable Marvel movie. Yeah, I can see that probably is i haven't rewatched homecoming so. though uh i rewatched parts of it i think or the for the most part but that one scene though with the um, you know the, the 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 vulture and they're in the car and he's that talking was so to good peter parker that was so amazing i like that movie that made me so happy yeah that was that's such a good movie i want to watch it again now me too. All right. Well, if we're finished, we got all our ratings out of the way and our rankings. It's been a great episode. That's true. Episode 51. But we but didn't really talk 50, about the Venom you know. trailer. We have to mention that real quick. Okay. okay Venom trailer. Good cinematography Say. for the most part. I hate the look of the Venom suit. And overall, the movie might be either very, very average or just like a little bit above average agreed yeah not much hope for it honestly i don't think it'll be great it's kind of the first time i saw the trailer and i told you this it's almost like like this is an example of a superhero movie devolving honestly yeah. where it's trying to go like where it's like you know those movies before like early 2000s maybe even like late 90s or something where it's like oh this is you remember the superhero that from this like colorful comic well we're just gonna like have it be really dark and like try to be really real and then he just happens to be a superhero basically or like a supervillain or something like that See, like i can and see so, that but at the same time i feel like at least it's a little bit more comic booky than that yeah that's like true. i think it's a good three and that's a half true. maybe even four star movie but i don't think it's like anything special really it's ever gonna be like whoa that was yeah. like an experience and i'm just gonna reflect on that or something like that yeah I was talking yeah. about, uh, I don't know, we saw the trailer for Solo again when we were uh, watching, kind of watch Infinity War or whatever, and I'm just like, mm-hmm. man, seeing that on the big screen is like, now that's cinematography. Like, Venom looks kind of cool. It's like all this like weird blue light and like mist, kind of, but, yeah. but Solo looks incredible. Like, every shot, like, that should win, that are like Isle of Dogs, like, that deserves best cinematography. Uh-huh. so like venom's yeah i'm best so excited thing. for solo i can't believe it's like a month out i know less than a month. i can't wait i'm like i'm inviting people out already to like come see it people have bought their plane tickets it's gonna be fun so, wow i wish i could you're go. not invited i know i know i'm not yeah i'm only there for the um the saga episodes that's true yeah that's what happens every time yeah you missed rogue one as well um so what movies are coming out like when i'm probably out there i don't i don't know i don't what what are we gonna have to work i really have to go to work though so yeah oh there's like literally no movies out that's sad oh wait no christopher robin comes out christopher robin comes out when i'm out there 
Yay. That's what we're going to record on. And we can also watch a bunch of movies that I will buy okay. or get from the library. Yes. So that's always an option. That's true. Yay. Look at us. Hooray. So much plans. Okay. I will see you people later and uh, have a great rest of your life. So bye. Yes. That's a great outro right there. Um, uh, we, don't we have some patrons that we have to shout out or something or social medias or... Oh, okay. Well, apparently you already left. So um, we have patrons. We have uh, Muffin Princess 1000. We have um, Hunt the Bunt Gunther. We have Noreen. We have the Smeckledorf family. We have he who doesn't, must not, me not named. He who wishes to not be named. That's that's the one right there. And then, and then, uh, gosh, at gosh, Daniel Pod is our Twitter. Please tweet us if you like have any time in your day to like tweet us something totally random. Maybe we'll repeat it on the podcast and it'll be really funny. So make sure to tweet us something good there. And then also please give us a uh, rating on iTunes. Uh, we are now even accepting four star ratings. No, I'm, that's a joke. Please give us a five star rating, okay? Um, but if you really don't think we're worth five stars, then just you can just comment something really nice to us and we'll be like that's great no actually we need criticism because criticism is good as long as it's constructive and it's meaningful so take that there and do what you want with that information um i think that's all for everything ever um oh if you want a full archive of our episodes because we did not just start like at episode 20 something um we actually have a full archive we just can't have them all on itunes because it's like too many episodes and if you have more episodes then we have to like pay money or something like that i don't know we we don't have any money really um so <laughs> i don't know why i'm you know saying all this but uh gosh daniel.blogspot.com or something like that the link is in the description of the episode for the for the itunes so if you want that then click on that and be like wow there's so many more episodes to listen to okay this has been great Thank you once again for listening and have a great week of Marvel. Yay for Infinity War. Let's go rewatch some movies. Woo!